In this episode, I'm going to be discussing whether or not it is possible to come out of a polyvagal shutdown. My name is Justin Sinceri. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist that thinks the world needs a new understanding of mental health. Welcome to Stuck Not Broken. I am on my website. I have a, a blog article. It's called, Is It Possible to Come Out of Polyvagal Shutdown? And I want to uh, basically go into that here for the podcast. Now, I'm going to talk at the end of the podcast about where I've been and more about what's going on because I obviously have not been publishing a whole lot or at all the past couple months, maybe once. So I've already got the deep dive into the polyvagal theory on the podcast, but I think it's important to continuously come back to these to make sure that we're grounded in what is it that we understand about the theory and then how does this apply to questions we might have like coming out of a polyvagal shutdown or climbing our polyvagal ladder. This is something I saw, uh, someone had left a comment on one of my YouTube videos. Now, if you're watching on YouTube or if you email me or whatever, I, I read everything. I don't guarantee a response, but I do read everything that you send to me. And this person in the YouTube uh, comment section has said, is it possible to come out of polyvagal shutdown? Now, of course, yeah, the answer is generally yes. The first thing we wanna do is understand what the heck shutdown is. What do we mean by shutdown? Shutdown is a state of the autonomic nervous system. It's at the bottom of the polyvagal ladder. This is the last autonomic shift that would happen in the face of like a life threat. So we're in a situation where we cannot uh, socially engage, can't use socialization to deal with the situation, can't run away from it, can't fight it off. And so the last option that our autonomic nervous system has is to pretty much either freeze or shut down, um, but we're focusing on shutdown here. So our last option is to shut down, which is to collapse. Is to collapse in a, a death vein or a faint, to appear dead. And this could actually help to increase the chances of survival. When we're in shutdown, our body is basically playing dead. It's conserving resources in case we have the opportunity to come out of shutdown, up the polyvagal ladder into fight state. It's there because it serves an evolutionary function. It is a biological response. I think it's, again, like a really important to keep reminding ourselves about or of is that it's a biological response. I mentioned freeze. Shutdown is different than freeze. Freeze is more of a tense stiffening. It's really like a paralyzed kind of uh, look or an immobilization, but with tense tension. Immobilized, but while in flight fight. It involves shutdown. Freeze does involve shutdown, but it's a mixed state. It's in shutdown plus uh, flight fight. Whereas shutdown is a primary state all by itself. Uh, it's, it's simply that um, limb collapse. Shutdown could also involve uh, dissociation. It could involve numbing. The, again, the entire body is shutting down. It's disconnecting from reality. It's going numb, which serves as a, a, a benefit to the organism that might be in that situation so they don't have to feel pain, but also serves as a benefit to that organism for coming out of it. If it's conserving its resources, that means when it comes up into uh, fight state, fight flight, then it's going to have the necessary resources in order to mobilize for a, uh, a sympathetic surge to uh, use aggression and then evasion and then to get to safety, hopefully. Okay, so enough of the rehash. The question comes down to is, 
is it possible to come out of shutdown? And yeah, it's, it's definitely possible. It's something I see in therapy, I say pretty darn often. Again, these polyvagal states all evolve within us as uh, a way to optimize resources in the face of danger, life threat, or, or even safety. All of these states have a, um, a function of optimizing bodily resources. In the safety state, it's about optimizing for health and growth and restoration. In flight fight, it's about mobilization. And in the shutdown state, it's actually about conserving resources. The idea here, what I want you to focus on and get from that is, is that it's a biological response. So we shift to that state as a response to something, but we can also shift out of that state, partially, of course, once the danger is or the life threat's gone, of course, but we can also shift out of that state through as a response to uh, safety. Now, I want you also to look at this in a couple of different ways. One of these is as a, uh, a functional response in, in the face of life threat. Like, yeah, it's possible to come out of that up into fight and then flight and then into uh, safety state. That would be like an intense situation where someone's actually in danger. So it's not a stuck state. Basically, that's a different stuck state, difference between stuck state and non-stuck state. Like a wild animal can go into, uh, or wild, yeah, wild animal can go into a shutdown response and not get stuck. That mammal maybe drops down to the bottom of their polyvagal ladder, but they're not stuck there and they can come out of it when they neurocept, there's an opportunity to do so. That's different than a, a human, which gets stuck in shutdown. Part of that is, is there an absence of life threat to allow us to come out of shutdown? But also, is there the presence of literal safety, like in the environment, and or literal safety as far as uh, safety safe connections with other people, so co-regulation. And is that human who is stuck in shutdown capable of listening and mindfully being with what's that shutdown state? And if they can mindfully be with it and then allow it to, to complete, to come out of its shutdown state, to feel the impulse to come out of the shut, to be in the impulse, to feel the impulse to be in shutdown, but then also feel the impulse to come out of shutdown and up into fight. The next question then becomes, what is needed to come out of shutdown? Typically, someone in the shutdown state is going to need to slowly allow the sympathetic flight fight energy to return, and it's going to be first fight. In order to do that, that person is going to need to listen to the needs of their shutdown state. All of these polyvagal states have impulses that stem from them. Now, of course, this can look different from individual to individual, but these basic states have impulses that will come along with it. And if you can listen to those impulses and mindfully act on those impulses, then climbing the polyvagal ladder is going to happen. For somebody in shutdown, they're going to want typically low stimulation. They're going to typically want quiet spaces, they're going to want predictability, so spontaneity is not going to be a great thing for someone who's in more of a shutdown state. They might want soothing music or no music at all. They're probably going to want more rest, uh, more immobility. They're probably going to want more uh, low energy activities. 
So really, I mean, that's what it could generally look like, but they're going to need to listen to their specific body and what it needs. They're going to need to listen to what shutdown feels like for them. It's typically going to look something like that. But based on my time in therapy, it's, that impulse is going to feel a bit different. And it's going to lead to different things. Usually someone says, you know, kind of like what I laid out. To get more specific, somebody may say, I feel the need to just go to bed, be under my covers, and in the fetal position, and in the dark. So really it's like they have this impulse to hide. There's also an impulse there to be alone. There's an impulse to immobilize with low stimulation. Usually it kind of looks like that. Now for you in your life situation, it might be a slightly different. I've had someone say that they wanted to basically do the same thing, but they wanted to go inside their closet. That was like their, their safe space. What ends up happening though, is that somebody will feel some, you know, an impulse like this in their shutdown state, but they won't actually listen to it mindfully and allow it to be there. They won't allow the shutdown feelings to be there and they won't allow that impulse to be alone in mindfulness to be to happen. What they'll end up doing then is to maybe just stay in the room endlessly and instead of feeling what they have to feel, they'll actually uh, you know, try and keep their mind off it by swiping through their phone endlessly and seeking out entertainment, watching TV, playing video games, closing their door, you know, blocking people out. They might be in darkness, but not really experience it. They're looking more for distraction from their emptiness rather than actually feeling their emptiness and what it's like to be in shutdown, to feel maybe some of that emptiness inside of them. Shutdown, just like the other polyvagal states, really needs to be experienced mindfully. And that means on some level you actually welcome it or allow it and or allow it to be there. This might sound extremely difficult, and yeah, it is. It's not something you can just jump into typically unless you have some sort of like mindfulness practice within you already. But yeah, usually people aren't going to just like jump into it. And so what I've got for you, and this is where I'm going to talk about my course that I'm working on and what I've been working on as well. There's three different phases to this. The first one I've kind of started doing already, which is the polyvagal theory. Like you actually have to learn this foundational knowledge of the polyvagal theory. I have it on the podcast for free. I also have a whole bunch of resources on my website and on YouTube. So the polyvagal information, it's out there and lots of people are talking about it. I think I kind of kill it when I do it. So I recommend my stuff. Polyvagal 101 is my course. If you liked the Polyvagal 101 on the podcast, I really think you'll like the course. It's more condensed. There's exclusive video there. So Polyvagal 101 on my website is really the place to start with all this. Once you get this down, then you want to work on your capacity to feel safety in your system, to build your safety state. After that, once that's done, then that's when it's time to actually start feeling into these defensive states. So in this episode, I talked about feeling in a shutdown. It's not easy. Once you know the polyvagal theory, once you can anchor yourself in safety, I have a course called Building Safety Anchors. Building Safety Anchors can be, that's, that's what it's for. Once you can do that, then, then you can feel into your stuck defensive states and that's state. And that's where my next course comes in.
And that one I'm actually currently working on. It's not 100% done. I'm releasing a bit at a time. It's called Unstucking Defensive States. And it's, it's how to do this. It's how to feel your defensive state without it being overwhelming. It's how to maintain access to your safety state and allow mindfully the experience of your stuck shutdown state or flight fight or freeze. Unstucking Defensive States, really, it completes the trilogy, the foundational knowledge in Paul Vigal 101, the building safety of building safety anchors, and then feeling into and releasing your stuck traumatized state in Unstucking Defensive States. That's what I've been working on. I have I have had like no time to record for the podcast. I've written a couple of blogs, so I want to bust this one out real quick. I thought I could squeeze one in before uh, the end of the night. But beyond that, I've been doing a lot of private practice stuff. I've opened up more hours. I'm, I'm loving that. And I am basically working on my course any chance I get to put into to this uh, business stuff. I haven't posted to Instagram in like a couple of months. I'm kind of over that in all honesty, at least for now. I'm spending a little bit more time on my email list, a little bit more. But really, it's gone like this course, Unstuck in Defensive States, and I am super excited about it. And that's taking up all my time. So I'm still focusing on that heavily. I'll try and do a couple episodes here and there that are kind of quick. Uh, but that, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. And I am really excited about where Unstucking Defensive States is headed. If you've been looking for a course to help you with your stuck traumatized state, I really think that this is it. Along with Building Safety Anchors and Polyvigal 101, it forms this like trilogy, this trifecta of trauma relief. And so you can actually buy all three right now, if you want, for $100 off. I call it the Trauma Relief Trilogy. Go to my website, justinlmft.com, and you can find the Trauma Relief Trilogy there. Like I said, UDS is still in development. It's being released uh, as fast as I possibly can. So you'll get you know video by video. But if you go to the website, justinlmft.com, you can see all my courses, including the Trauma Relief Trilogy, which you can get all at once. Other than that, thank you so much for your patience. I know I haven't been releasing much at all. I absolutely want to get back onto it. I just, I have to get UDS complete. And it has to be right. It's really important to me that I do a fantastic job for you. Besides your patience, though, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I do hope you got something out of this and it helps you in your process of getting unstuck. Bye.